cards. The final frontier. These are the continuing voyages of the Starship Podcast. Its ongoing mission to explore strange new collectors, to seek out new artists and old set creators. To boldly go where no podcast has gone before. I can hear you slightly. It's so good. There we go. It's a really bad, bad ending on that. If you couldn't hear me over that, then you might not be able to hear me on, on the thing. So we'll just keep going. No, no, I just misheard you. You, I think you sounded great, man. Oh, brilliant. I think you were fine. Totally uh, fine. That was anyway, awesome, dude. Anyway, just fancied doing something different. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Not bad at all. I wanted the ending for because we've just been fumbling around. So hello, this is the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast, in case you didn't know, um, because we're opening the show slightly differently this week because I wanted to do the version that's at the end of Star Trek 2. Um, and so I went to play it. And, of course, the one on the soundtrack, I thought, oh, it won't have Leonard Nimoy doing the voiceover, mm. as he says at Spock at the end of Star Trek 2. Of course, it, it bloody does. <laughs> so we started doing the recording and it was like oh there's leonard nimoy much as i love that you know i'm, I'm just kind of not what i'm not what i'm not what i'm here for in this particular thing um anyway how do i get out of this uh full screen malarkey let me do that Press escape there, there we go. go escape no escape now boy we're in it we're in it no escape now it's friday night and you know what no Cheers. I'll have a big Cheers, ass glass of wine. Mm. How are you, buddy? What's going on? Good, brother. How are you holding up? You know, it's um, it's been a week. What can I say? You know, it's weird. Things are starting to open up over here. Um, oh, are even, they finally? Well, yeah, that's good. Yeah, but cases are going through the roof. But the government are carrying on anyway. <laughs> so it's um, it's bizarre. But, but I think because of the vaccine, because vaccine levels are so high over here, mm-hmm. cases are going up, but the hospitalizations aren't going up that much yeah so they're 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 kind of carrying on i mean that's what happened over here yeah actually so like once vaccines opened up for a lot of people and everybody Mm. pretty much had vaccine access now Mm. over here the only people holding out are the ones that you know don't believe in them and uh, you know they're the ones not making it through this Mm -hmm. but because it's pretty much them I mean, you can't, you know, you can't force people to do certain things. So that's you just what's happening. You can't yeah. force people to do certain things. However, you can force people to listen to this podcast. So, oh, of course. Yeah. Cause quite yeah. Frankly, I mean, why wouldn't we force them? Why wouldn't we force them? I'm going to they don't this. have an option, right? I'm not doing this if they have options. I'm, I can't I'm, do that. Quite frankly, um, it's, it's our way or the highway. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. It's, it's been, a or the Ah, shoot. I forgot the name of the damn road from Thor to Asgard. <laughs> oh, what's the name of that rainbow road? It's um, the Bifrost. The Bifrost. There the we Bifrost. go. It's either <gasps> right. our way or the Bifrost. Okay. Before before we talk about what we're going to talk about tonight, can we talk about Loki? 
Have you seen the final? Oh my episode? god, I love it, Loki. Yes, oh, it's I'm it's, I'm properly blown. Right, uh, not not in that way. No. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> I was like, no, don't do it. Don't say anything. Don't go there. Don't go there. Um, I've been it. I've been talking to um, a rather lovely fellow who 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 is at some point going to come on the podcast. Um, and let me have a look at his profile. Actually, what is actually his name? It doesn't actually say what his name is, but he goes on. He's on Instagram as pancake underscore analytics. He is hilarious. I love his stuff. I really love his stuff. Yeah, he's really cool. Basically, what he does, he uses comics and Pokemon to explain data science, like, you know, different algorithms and different ways of doing data and how you process data and how you think about data, which is kind of what I do for a living. But he uses comics and he does it at Comic-Cons. It's the most bonkers thing. I don't actually know. It doesn't say what his name is. I mean, it could be called Mike. It could be called Steve, for all I know. Um, but um, he's a lovely fella. Anyway, we were messaging backwards and forwards. Um, and he was saying, I'm not sure if you guys are following the Loki series, but I think it's going to have an impact on Marvel cards, specifically a few vintage cards. Um, and he said, I'd love to hear some of your initial feedback once you've finished the sh- series. Let's geek out. So let's... Let's let's geek out. Um, for, so for we those, we need to get him have, on the show. Yeah, we do need to get him on the show, and I think it'll be a really interesting show. And he's up for it. We just need to, you know, we've kind of almost got a queue, <laughs> which is which is uh, great. But uh, really, that's great. Yeah, that's um, nice. and including two really, really, really cool artists who we're not going to talk about, but we've had two Good. really cool artists who said they want to come on. Um, Yay! And one really cool artist who's politely declined. So, ooh. Uh, but never mind. Mm. Um, but um, we'll have him in spirit. We'll have. Or, we will have him. We will. I forgot who it was. <laughs> oh, I do remember who it was. You yeah, we'll have him on yeah. spirit. Yeah, I do. We'll Just hit me in, in spirit. Um, lightning bolt. Brilliant artist. Brilliant artist. Anyway, Very speaking brilliant. of lightning bolt, so we're going to talk about Loki. So for those who haven't watched Loki, who have an interest in watching Loki, who haven't yet finished Loki. Now is your point to stop the episode or maybe just fast forward until we're talking about other things. Yep. Who knows when that will be? I'll make uh, a weird sound when we finish. So this is the weird sound before we continue with the Loki spoiler. <laughs> and now oh, we are in the hell, Loki. You scared the shit out of Did me. I scare the shit out of you? Good. Yeah, I was hoping. Oh I goodness. was like, I'll do something really weird. That was so dark. I was like, yeah, you're welcome. That was Actually, you know what's funny? What I was actually embodying was Galaxy Quest when she says her translator's broken. <laughs> that ties quite neatly into the direction. We're going I know. That's why. Episode. That's yeah, why I went for it. Sorry, her translator's broken. So Loki, um, <laughs> what did I love about it? What did I love about it? What did I love about it? Well, first, the word all, you're looking for is everything. I, yeah, I really did. I think it's it's the most. It felt like the most rounded and confident, and that's saying something because One Division was good, but One Division could have probably probably done it in one less episode. I think. Yeah, you know, One Division was very excited had a lot of to, meat on the bones, but it was it's, it was very excited yeah. to do the whole like TV show. Uh, mimicry like the that. first three episodes yeah and it was fun played, and it was cool looking yeah you know it was fun i think i think the real i was really surprised by um falcon and winter soldier i that message that they had in that piece was it was a lot stronger was i had brilliant. no idea they were going to do that like yeah. i was i was really that was really awesome that was a really yeah. powerful I love really it. powerful I, message I think, I think falcon and the winter soldier in a weird way achieves the most but is the most flawed 
if that makes sense. Mm. Um, mm. But Loki, now I'm not familiar with um, the background of where they're going in terms of the multiverse stuff and Kang and, and how all that plays out. Um, so for me, this is new territory. Mm. But obviously, this is the direction Feige's going for Phase 4 and beyond. Multiverse, yeah. you know, we know Doctor Strange is going to be called Multiverse of Madness. We think the next Spidey movie is going to play around with different multiverse and possibly Spideyverse kind of stuff. Um, and, well, obviously the end of WandaVision, where she's, you know, playing with the book of, um, was it Darkhold that she had? You know, I don't know the name of the book. Yeah. I don't anyway. know, but I know there's a... Um, there is a at the end of WandaVision, she hears her children again. Yeah. Um, the ones she made up. Mm. And she kind of makes a face. And um, you know, speculation is that that's connected to her realizing the multiverse and like okay. seeing into another universe. So like, you know, seeing Quicksilver and WandaVision, right? Mm. Instead of it's not like she conjured them up out of nowhere she might've been like a Nexus event conjuring them up from another timeline. So I think, I think that's what, I think that's what all that's connecting to, which is why I'm so excited about Loki. I mean, honestly, regardless of all the amazing, like juicy stuff that's going to start happening with the timelines and fantastic four and X-Men and all this really great possibility stuff, which is just what they're going to start plugging in, hopefully, Mm -hmm. which is what I'm assuming is why they're doing the timeline stuff to make sense of, the legacy of Marvel movies. But when I'm like, what I, I love that episode with Loki, old Loki. And he's like, glorious purpose. Like oh, that Richard moment. E. Grant. Richard, Richard e. Grant. E. Grant just killed it. Oh, Richard E. Grant killed it. Can we talk a little bit about alligator Loki? Oh, I, we're talking I, a lot of bit I, about alligator I could Loki. Watch a whole series of alligator Loki just doing his thing. That was the best. I love it when he that, bit off that Loki, yeah. Loki's hand. Yeah. Bit his hand off. It's like, I, I love it. I was like, what did I just see? Someone just well, I got like Evil Dead off. vibes. I love that yeah. moment. Like, I love, I love that moment. I don't know why, but I, I am absolutely adored that. But he was great, man. Alligator Loki was great. Kid Loki was good too. Kid Loki like was that, good. Yeah. That note, that moment where he's like, respect, he's the king. Yeah. He's like, oh, really? What did he do? And he turned around and goes, I killed Thor. It's just like this great, like, wow. Like that's what a great way to give so much weight to an, to a seemingly non <laughs> were, you know, non threat. Yeah. Yeah. That was a really cool moment. Really cool moment. No, I loved it. And I loved the character of um, Sylvie. Is it? Ah, oh, Sylvie was so cool. Um, which is kind of obviously lady Loki from a different. So yeah, everybody was saying she's enchantress, but she I guess she's not enchantress. No. She's no, she's a Loki so. variant. She period. Actually, yeah, she actually is. I mean, she's well, a, oh, uh, miss uh, just the design of the TVA. That was like great. The retro technology. But you know, oh yeah. <laughs> Miss Sorry, Minute. I didn't want to talk over you. No, yes, no, no. Miss Minute, Minute was great. Um, no, but I'm glad we yeah. got a reason why that design was there, mm. right? Because like, you know how they said at the end with Kang, who's the villain, mm-hmm. um, hopefully no one's listening to this. And one version of it, him. Um, and didn't take my sound as a warning. Um, that one version of Kang, the one that, you know, got rid of all the other Kangs and simplified the timeline. He came from the 1930s. So it's crazy because the TVA is modeled 
from that timeline. That's when he discovered the stacking of the universes. Uh, right? I, like, I, 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 I heard it is 31st century. See, I thought it was... Because mm, it's not tech than the first, because that tech is newer than the Oh, 1930s. yeah. And maybe, yeah. So, yeah. Let me see. Uh, My timeline's messed up, but I thought that the original timeline he came from was the reason why he modeled the oh, TVA wow. okay. under that bureaucrat look thing, mm. but I could be wrong. I don't know. I just love it. I, I just love the styling of it and the fact that I think it's great. You know, in episode one, they've just got a load of infinity gems in a drawer and they don't work. That was awesome. That was <laughs> because fun. it's like they don't work wherever, wherever they are. Um, because we still don't know where exactly the TVA is. You know, there's been a lot of people speculating that it's in like the quantum realm, like really tiny. Mm-hmm. And I've even seen something where someone paused something from one of the Ant-Man films and they think they saw like a city in a I in saw a, that. A yeah, like in a bubble. But yeah. They, they reckon it was the TVA and it, it, it yeah. maybe it was. I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But the, I love the way that they ended it where you're going in the end credits and think, well, what's the post-credit thing going to be? And all it is is that file of Loki, someone opening it and putting a stamp saying Loki season two coming. Yeah, baby. Oh, it's just like so so confident and ballsy to do that. I love it. Um, I love it. I absolutely love it. I yeah, think, I enjoyed it. I think the what, what I was really having a good time with, and it's coincidental too, right? Because like <laughs> when you're watching Mandalorian, right? You're not really sure. Not quite, right? You start learning about the second Death Star and like, you're not sure what time placement. So when Luke pops up at the end, you're kind of like, you know, not quite entirely sure what's what's going to happen there. But it's funny how both episodes are messing with like, when did this take place over yes. the movies? Because yes. like, you if you learn that in Loki, the TVA um, doesn't have time as similar, right? Then you can actually say that Loki from the very first Avenger movies goes all the way past Endgame. Yes, which makes total sense on why yes. it would fit the way it does and why like Captain America went back and got to get with Peggy like that was a time ver- that was a time strand that went that out was, you know yeah. what I mean yeah so just really cool man it's just such a cool like little thing that that's going on everywhere it's I love just, that I love yeah it's just it's just such a great concept but man it doesn't have to twist me noggin it's complicated yeah it's, it's a really good piece. complicated I mean but really they, complicated. to be fair they didn't end it on a big bad fight which was awesome which was quite nice it was quite a talky finale yeah, it was. And it has yeah, to be. And the performance of, um, yeah. oh, what's his name? Oh, I can't remember the actor's name. From Lovecraft. He's, he's so yeah. good. He's Lovecraft County, isn't it? He's in? Yeah, he's he's yeah. the main actor, main character in that Lovecraft. Oh, is he? Because I'm not yeah, the show at all. I saw him and I was like, I don't I don't recognize this actor. He's really good in Lovecraft Country. Um, like, he's me, crazy good. Let me find his name. I'm desperately looking at... Um, at what's it called imdb just to try and find him can i find him where is he is he on imdb don't know richard e grant though richard e oh, grant grant was great i mean jonathan he majors that. jonathan majors jonathan majors he that's who it. remains that's it jonathan majors i just yeah i just i just it was just a really clever show um i, I it yeah i need to watch it again so much going on. I'm um, watching all of that. I'm and, stoked. You know, and that world that was kind of about to have the moon crash into it. I mean, the visuals on it. I mean, how much are they spending on these shows? And it's brilliant. This is TV, <laughs> but it's effectively a six-hour movie. 
I love it, man. It's great. I'm I'm I'm, I'm in love with it, honestly. Um, so yeah, I think no, it's just so cool. Very very much enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, in terms of cards, I mean, I guess. Yeah. So, so, so he said that in terms of cards, it means it means a whole different thing for cards. Well, I think. Hang on a sec. What's he? What's he say? Let's go back. Let's go back to what Steve the Pancake Man said. I don't know. I don't think that's his Pancake Analytics. But like I said, I don't know what your first name is. Um, Pancake. We'll call him Pancake. Um, I think it's going to have an impact on Marvel cards, specifically a few vintage cards. I mean, what what's vintage at this point? Is it? 90s early 90s is it all uh, marvel universe ones that people are going crazy slapping i mean it has to be Must it be. has to be marvel universe vintage yeah. because when you go to 1980 you got the first covers yeah. and you got tom Some mcclare and you got comic you know images. yeah comic images type of stuff era and yeah. then you have the 1966 yeah but so. he might be referring to 1990 because there is a king card oh. in the 1990 stuff I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. I'll double check now. Wouldn't wouldn't be at all surprised because that's uh, is quite wide ranging. Um, it really is, isn't it? Of, yeah, I mean, it, it really is. Um, it's beautifully done as well. Comic I was books. Looking, I was oh, looking through it the other day. Well, it's beautifully put together. It's beautiful. I I really like the 1990s set. You know, I know people mm-hmm. kind of ruined it for other people by putting so much attention on it. Unfortunately, but oh, you know what I mean. Juicego did a king, so that's here. Of course, in 1992, so did, uh, Bianchi, uh, Bianchi did one in 2018. Yep, he did mm. with the cover of Avengers behind it. So that's really crazy. <laughs> he's in 1991. Um, he's in Marvel Masterpiece 08. He's everywhere. He's in Marvel Legends. He's out. Like we, he's he's been he's been around for some time that no one's been particularly looking in well isn't that the whole point of loki that's the hilarious thing oh uh, yeah whole you know point do you know what i mean it's like he's been there all the time pulling strings um, all the time and and no one no one saw him so yeah no i loved it i'm really looking forward to it. i mean what's next i mean what if in terms of the tv shows well what if then, makes total sense now because it's an exploration if, yeah. of the multiverse um and then i think ms marvel is filming and then she hulk i believe is filming as well um i did see that ruffalo excited about she hulk a lot yeah, ruffalo had been going and doing mocap for it so i think Ruffalo's going to be at least in one episode of she hulk yeah they said he's going to be in there uh, which is great um no i'm yeah bring it on bring it on but black widow have you seen black widow yet yes i did so he doesn't i don't know if he's in 1990 he might be in 1991 oh okay did you go to so, the cinema? Yes, I saw Black Widow a lot. Did you stream it? I streamed it. I'm not going to yeah. go to cinema no, with I the craziness in North Carolina. No, I haven't seen it yet. So, um, you haven't seen so, it yet? No. Well, we don't have no, Disney Plus. I won't Plus. say a word. So I, oh, I, that's I, right. I acquire things by other means. Say no more. Say no more. Say no more. Remember? Yeah, you'll have. I liked it. I'm looking forward to it. I liked it a lot. I wish. The only thing I would say, and it's not a spoiler. They really should have. They really should have released that during the twenty-three films. It should have been included with really? the. Tw- it should have been the twenty-fourth film in the phase. Mm-hmm. Like they really should have because they really should have. There was enough interesting things happening with her that I would have. I would have appreciated having that mm. backstory during the other movies. Does that make sense? It's, yeah, it is kind of a year late, so I think it was possibly supposed to be. <laughs> in that first tranche albeit I wouldn't doubt it uh, as a bookend uh, kind of piece but um, but yeah 
no, who, who knows? Anyway, um, so uh, I, I just wanted to, I kind of wanted to talk tonight about other things that we collect. Yes. Besides Marvel. I love cards. it. Um, because I know that you've gone on a few um, side, side quests. Quest. Um, yeah, that's the best <laughs> best way to phrase it. Um, and I'm I'm currently massively recalibrating in terms of what I collect and how I collect. Um, as I you may that. have seen, um, yeah, it's it's yeah, it is definitely a massive recalibration because I came to a conclusion. I came to a conclusion that I've got an awful lot of base sets that don't bring me any joy once I've collected them. They're just kind of sat there and it's becoming because I've, because I've been chasing so much. There's so many sets that I hadn't finished. There's so many sets that are partially completed. There's nothing giving me a sense of satisfaction, if that makes sense. So for example, I'll give you a prime example. I was looking at, and it ties into the decision to offload a lot of parallels, um, recently as well i was looking at the marvel masterpieces 95 emotion parallel set and don't get me wrong it's an absolutely beautiful set and people are going nuts for it and it, the prices are going up on it but i've got the original art in the cards in the you know, in the ba- in the in the regular mm-hmm. base set and i was only halfway through it if that and I, was th- I worked out how much it would cost me to finish it and i was like i don't really know if i need to own the same art, but just with a yeah. slightly different effect on. So I sold them. I've sold my Marvel Masterpieces 94 gold signature parallel set. I've still got the base set. It's a beautiful thing. And I own all that beautiful Hildebrandt Brothers art. Um, I cleared out, what, did I, what else did I clear out? Uh, Marvel Masterpieces 92, the buybacks, not the autograph ones, but the regular ones that are unnumbered. But um the uh, the scuttlebutt has it that there's maybe 100 sets 120 tops so it's an i think it's 99 or 100 yeah i mean they're not numbered but people have done the box they're not numbered no 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 they're not not hard numbered but they are you know based on how many based on the collection are in a box and stuff like that like that that's you know through that the clown Uh, math as we talk about yeah so (laughs) I, i think i had about 20 27 28 of them i think so well, actually, I picked two out and I gave them to the guys in the character club. So I gave Brandon mm-hmm. a Nightcrawler and I sent Donald Doctor Strange archive. I mm-hmm. sent him the door memo, and um, yeah, I sold the others nice. as, as a lot. And I have just sold all of my Marvel 80th one to two hundred retro set and wow color spike because the base was effectively speaking the retro set is probably the base because the base was only ever digital so that's 400 cards because i was like i'm gonna need a big binder it's gonna cost me quite a lot in terms of the uh, (laughs) the pages to put them in and i don't uh, i don't need i don't need them so they're gone um i posted them this morning to the lucky buyer in america and it cost me an absolute fortune because it's quite heavy so yeah I'm trimming down. Um, my core sets will be, I'll have all the masterpieces. I'll keep um, the Marvel Universe, Marvel Flare. I'll keep those, Marvel Metal. Um, most of the Rittenhouse sets will probably stay in contention because they're quite nice and they're they're quite small and they've got their own binders, so they're quite nice things to have. But outside of that, it's Marvel Beginnings, probably, will stay in the mix because that's a beautiful set. Uh, Marvel Gems. Fleer Ultra, the Fleer Ultra series, so Spider-Man and um, uh, X-Men. 
I really like the Fleur Ultra series. I yeah. think they're so understated. But, like, but that's, that's kind of yeah. it. You know, the comic images sets I'm offloading. I'm telling you, man. Ages. It's going to go. I'm going to be honest with you. I always told you this. I think personally, and you know how I collect, you know how, what I, you know what I do, you know, I am very, 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 very picky mm. if I ever go for a set and it has nothing to do with the quality of the set has nothing to do with like investment it, nothing like that. It literally comes from a place of like what I like. Like I did the sketchboards for the Marvel creator yeah. collections. Cause yeah. I was like, dude, I've always been a fan of those. I love the whole like process drawing thing. Cause it's just, it's just the aesthetic. I really like seeing that. And I like Ringo quite a uh, micro Ringo quite a lot. And I was like, you know what? I'll just do a full thing of this. And then I did a full thing of 2018 preliminaries because I'm my Bianchi is like my favorite. Mm. So, you know what I mean? Like for me, I was like, I've seen the sets a lot. I know the images I have files saved on my computer. And I was just like, you know what? I kind of want to have this very tight and neat so I can go on the side quest, mm-hmm. right. And get stuff that I normally would not be able to get and yep. kind of get excited about some other things as well, you know, yep. broaden my horizon type of deal. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll notice most of the sets I've referenced, the original art set and not reused art. Oh, although, uh, well, ages written house and 80th. Well, ages and 80th. Yeah. Um, a lot of the written house sets did have reused art, but it didn't feel, it felt contemporary. It didn't feel stock. If that makes sense. Um, and what it was very thematic. It was clever. Yeah, what they did with it was quite clever in the way they themed it, and they kept it tight. They kept that very tight, tight, um, yeah. which is what I like. You know, this, the base set was was kind of not that big, and that was it. Um, and you know, uh, I've done the same with the MCU stuff. You know, I'm I'm offloading all of my base and chase that are on EPAC as as complete set lots or near complete set lots um either to trade for a couple of decent cards that i can use to trade or you know i'll sell them if i can um and just cutting down and i may well part with my creators collection and silver age sets as well because they're nice but yeah you don't have the binder for the creators collection do you i do you know this and i was about to offer it to you i do want that do do you really have it yes i've got a binder with a set in it can I have that? I'll buy yes. it from you. Well, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it later, but I've even we'll got t- sell sheets in there, so you can have those as well. I'm keeping the sketchboard set, though. <laughs> I don't need it. It's all yours, baby. Yeah. Keep it. I'm keeping the sketchboard set. Um, Such a but, cool set. But, yeah, so, you know, there are little things I'll keep. So I'll keep elements of things. Um, and don't get me wrong, you know, the sets I've listed off there – there's actually quite a few sets. There's still quite a lot there. You know, you think about the fact there's there's 11 Masterpieces sets. There are, what, five 90s universe sets. Then there's probably five Fleer Ultra sets to date, three in the 90s and two. No. Jesus, yeah. All the Wolverine. Four, no, four in the 90s. Well, the, the this is one of the sets I'm selling. The Fleer Ultra X-Men Wolverine one that's got, like, Julie Bell and Bryce Vallejo and other people, really good artists. That is a really overrated set, and I would like to finish that. Um, yeah, that's a but smart one. The the Kubert one, it just leaves me cold. Uh, it's going. I'm I'm going to offload it. Um, it's just two nineties. The artwork. Does that make sense? Yeah, I have to look at it again. I don't yeah, remember it off the top when of my you, head. Yeah, when you look at you're, it, you're I'm sure you're. I'm sure um, I'd feel the same. You know, yeah. I'm going to Tops Legends. I don't need to own Tops Legends. 
So that's going to go. You know, nah. Comic Images Ghost Rider, that's going to go. Spidey 30th Anniversary. The, nah. uh, Spidey uh, Todd McFarlane ears. You know, those are twin sets with the prison cards. That's okay. right. Yeah. So, you know, I'm trimming down quite a lot, but what I'll have is... You're trimming, is, but is, you, I mean, really you still nice. have like a... Big yeah, library. That's a, yeah, but that's a, that. But thing is, that's a library I can focus on because most of those sets I've got most of. I can. Just, that's what it is, man. Yeah. You got to be able to like. You got to be yeah. able to wrap your head around these yeah. things because, yeah. like, and we've always talked. That has always been my worry. Like, mm. I've been into Marvel cards. I mean, like all of us, you know, when they started. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I was mm. hook, line, and sinker. Mm. But man, I just you know when I was growing up, I didn't have the space childhood stuff to to, to to do certain things with binders and stuff like that just you know for personal reasons but so i never got into it but man i i i i love having the and this is just my opinion mm-hmm. i love feeling like i can know what i want to look at when i look at it like you said mm-hmm. it hits me you know what i mean i'm like yes mm-hmm. this is awesome mm-hmm. i still love this perfect yeah. I love so that. I love what you're doing. I think it's like, great. You know, I was I was looking through, and I tell you, the masterpieces sets still give you know give me an enormous amount of joy. When that day comes that they don't, will be the day that I don't own them anymore. Right, of course, yeah. But yeah. Um, for example, on the daily masterpieces, yesterday's was um, Bianchi's Loki gallery card from Masterpieces 2018, oh, the gold gallery version of it. An absolutely stunning card. And I thought I'd just watched Loki that morning. And I was like, oh. right, that's going to be today's card. I love you it. Know, so I, I saw it. Try. I love that. I liked yeah. it. Bianchi's uh, Loki is so. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's such an amazing can't set. Get better than but, that. but those gold galleries, because of the because they're a slightly different printing process to the regular galleries, they're on they're not on that textured card. Yeah. The, 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 the vibrancy of the piece comes through. In fact, and they're, they're zoomed probably, out. Yeah, but they're probably the most vibrant of all the cards, even the base cards. For yeah. sure. They're, they're, for they're sure. beautiful. Absolutely stunning. So so yeah, so that they 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 won't leave me for an awfully long time. So, you know, but what I have kept is um and we we t- we, get, we kind of touch back on you know what Prime Bode was saying when we spoke to him about the MCU sets you know um the MCU relics they're staying you know the um, Those and are I'm nice start man. going after autographs I'm probably not going to do too much in the way of MCU autographs because they're really I mean they are really pricey but you know I'll have a little dabble but it's the costume cards that really do it for me um and in each of the sets, in each of the MCU sets, there is a like a little inset that has um, like comic covers or something similar. So I'm keeping those. Um, and you know, Doctor Strange set has Strange Change. You know, the coin cards. So oh yeah, yeah, like I that. remember yeah, that. They're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah. cool. Um, I, I just thought of another set I need to offload while we were talking, but I completely forgot what it was. That's the thing. I keep thinking of sets and thinking, yeah, I don't need that. You're doing the dude. I'm telling you right now, man. You're so where when was I doing this? When was this? I started offloading and I bought like well, you've been offloading constantly since I know you. You're always shedding your skin, but the stuff that stays is interesting. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm very, I, 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 I don't know. Like, yeah. Yeah. 
It's so true. I, it is, it is, it is fascinating. It's fascinating what, watching you go through the journeys that you go on with di- your different kind of quests and things. Because I keep um, weird stuff too. It's not even like the most valuable stuff. It's just like, <laughs> it really, it really, I've had to learn over and over again mm-hmm. that for me, when I see something that I'm truly going to want to keep for a long time, I get one specific type of emotion reaction. And I keep trying to get better at better at recognizing what that is yeah. instead of like picking up stuff and then having to shed. Cause, mm-hmm. the, cause I don't like selling things. I always pick up cause I don't want people to feel like I'm just selling things sometimes that I get and like, I look at it. It's like I'm renting things. You know what I mean? I don't really like going through that process. To be fair. I mean, I do it, but I do it on a much longer time scale. So I, yeah, for the, sure. The, what, and I've, I've had this kind of, mantra i say to myself when i've sold something because once once i've thought about selling something if i don't find myself immediately dismissing it the idea sticks and i'm like Mm. yeah that's the right move you know um and i tell myself if i'm in any doubt whatsoever I've owned it for a while. I'll always have that. And now someone else can. So as a prime example, I had two super, super rare. I mean, they're really, I've not seen any on eBay for a long time. Um, Joe Jusco did two, um, there were two prints at San Diego Comic-Con 2014. Oh yeah, that's right. Because he'd been working on the Masterpieces pieces for for a number of years. And so two of them were ready. So they obviously thought the set was going to come out a bit sooner. So they... Upper Deck made some prints and gave them away at the Upper Deck booth. And Joe Jusco went and signed the two of them. Um, and at the time, I was, I can't remember what group I was in, but there were people who went there and, and picked picked them up for me. And I, I had them. And one was Deadpool and one was Lady Sith. So I was mm. looking and thinking, great cards. They're, they're absolutely, yeah, they're, they're, but yeah, but these are like comic sized prints of them. No, I know. I, I just yes. meant like the artwork. Oh on yeah, those the, art, the artwork on them is astonishing. Um, and I was like, uh, you know what? Someone else will get a lot. Much as I love them, you know, Joe. Don't get me wrong. I love your art, but um, I've got the card. Don't yeah, that's true. You know, someone else can have it. Someone who's who's gone through a like full on master balls out set. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've sold one of them. I, I, mean, I tried to sell them as a pair because I had no price reference whatsoever. So I just threw them up and see what would happen. Um, mm. So Deadpool's gone. Lady Sif is still available. And and make no mistake, it's it's it will go at some point because I think once people kind of spend a few minutes looking at it and realizing how scarce they are, they'll um they will impossible um, to find grab it. But they are literally they are impossible to find. A few people chimed in saying, "Whoa, I didn't even know these existed." It's like, well. You know, uh, and those people so, collected the set. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, yeah, and um, so yeah, um, so you know things like that. And you know, I had a um, uh, masterpieces twenty eighteen Red Spectrum Wonder Man that I built a rainbow around. That's right. I remember I had, Wonder I had, Man I had plates. I had the signed. I had the you know the full thing. You did the whole everything, shebang. Everything apart from the uh, prelim, um, and yeah, it's gone. Sold it. Smart. Now the beautiful thing. What's that um, emotion? What what word would you put on that emotion you get when you're when you find that card, that Dan Aykroyd Ghostbusters? What does it make you feel when you look at it? So happy. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think yeah, I think yeah, absolutely. I mean, it is that emotion, right? It's just that like, and you know, not like happy. Like I always get happy when I get. 
anything that I, you know, I look to buy and, and I'm able to fortunately enough afford something or get something and lucky enough to own it. Um, you know, that happiness is always there, but there's a strange kind of like, and it's not a proud, it's not a like ego thing. It, mm-hmm. At least I hope it's not, but like, like for the Mandalorian stuff, right? Like I finally have a display case in my office now I can see. and, and I had never, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, and I had never, had that before you remember i had everything in the pelican and i put out the mando stuff and i can't tell you how ridiculously new it is to me to go up to my display case and i love this freaking sever silver surfer statue i can't believe i did not i thought i would not get that what an idiot that thing is gorgeous and i keep walking over the display and i see the mando stuff the signature and that sketch card in my rainbow and i'm just like man that was awesome and i look at it and i'm just like I love right. this. Like, I still love this. Do you turn to the camera and give that Grizzly Adams nod? I love that one. I love that, Jeff. You the do, don't you? Whatever it is. Yeah, you so, do. Of course, you do. I'm like, but that's what you do. You turn to the imaginary fourth, fourth wall camera that's in the room. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're like, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so so I've, uh, I've, I've, I've kind of gone and obviously, you know, I've, I've, I've got a little bit of coin in my PayPal from having sold all these wonderful cards. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with any of those cards. I just, I just can't own it all. <laughs> it's taken me a yeah, long no, time to no, get, no, to no, no. get to limit. that. Get to that. There's a limit. Um, I mean, to be honest with you, mainly because I was, I was sick and tired of having to think about, Oh God, I've got to get some more pages. I've got to get some more platinum pages. Oh, uh, uh, it's, just, oh it's never ending. Oh, I need to get a new, new unit because I'm running out of space for binders and I've got all these sets I haven't binded yet. Oh, the Marvel annual sets, the current ones, they're staying. They're pos- possibly the exception on the recycled art because they're, they're quite fun. Quite you fun. always liked annual though. Yeah, like, annual is kind annual of like the set that you get 19, a kick out of. Annual 2018-19 is a joyous set. Um, you know, and I was thinking about the MCU movies and I was thinking if I was, when I was looking at my trim, I was like, shall I just keep the Avengers ones, just the tentpole ones? And then I was thinking, nah, but today I'm thinking at some point I'll probably get a physical end game set because you've seen those physical end game cards. Gorgeous. They are stunning. They're kind of an acetate card mix, but you know, what's nice about that set? It's 90 cards. And that's it. There's no parallels of them. That is nice. All I'm going to say is sometimes, and I know it doesn't necessarily go in for the whole model of how they're put out now and the whole accumulator thing and the race to the achievements, and you've got to get all these elements and then you'll get little prizes and then you combine those prizes to get the big thing. I know it doesn't tie into that business model, but sometimes, and I think it's, I think Black Diamond proves this with its one numbered out of 125, exquisite base just do a really 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 high quality base set that isn't too many cards and let it just breathe and be its thing does that make sense i think it's nice i think it's i think it's nice man i think and you know that doesn't always have to be the every product i think that's even better when it's like the one-off you know what i mean or like a mini product or something like that i think yeah I think it's great. I I love those kind of things, you know? That's why it works um, for Endgame. Yeah, it really does. It really is. But that's what I try to do with some insert sets. Like for me, collecting an insert set is like getting away from having to collect all the parallels. 
You know what I mean? Mm. Like for me, that's what I try to do. Like, that's why sometimes I go off and I like get into an insert set. Cause I'm like, you know what? I can stay away from the whole like parallel mess. And I can be like, here's my 12 card insert set. You know what I mean? Or 12, 50 card insert set. There's no parallels. Boom. I have a pretty set. Mm. I'm out. Like I do. I, I, I really do like that idea a lot. Mm. And I do think it really works with that end game quite a bit. So, so I've done, I've done a similar thing with um, Marvel 80th. I might have gotten rid of the two times 200 different base or whatever they are sets, but I've kept that 18 card lenticular set of comic covers. Ah, oh, that's great. Cause when you do lenticulars, I mean, they're fine on the interior pages and some people really dig them like Marvel ages yeah. had them and, um, another set, uh, annual was it annual had spasticular i i have yeah. one in hand i just didn't dig it but i'll tell you why it works it works on those classic covers it really does because the covers are designed to be a, a single unit so you combine yeah i just yeah, they're just gorgeous they're really gorgeous and the they don't have multiple colors. images in them like you know yeah. it's funny like when 2018 happened i i saw the mirages oh, and yeah. 20 2018 was kind of like the first mm set i really got into you know what i mean and i had i had a blast collecting that that set that was most fun um and i looked at mirages for the first time in hand from that set i didn't have any of the 95 or anything like that or the special wolverine stuff um and man i it did not sit well on my eyes trying mm. to like mm. scroll through mm. four different arts you know, to see one image. Um, I think they did better with the 2020 because it was only three pieces. Yes. And those came out a little, a lot better. Um, but I love the ones that are just the one image and you get the 3D effects from the different uh, elements of the one image. Mm. And it really, it really, really is nice. Very, very nice. I think, I think that's where the Marvel 80th lenticulars work because they're comic covers. So you already know exactly. the image. They're actually really bright for lenticulars. I mean, they're oh, really, really vibrant. Yeah, That's they're cool. really vibrant. Um, but I'll tell you what it does. They're like holograms. It's an image you oh. know, but it's got depth to it. Yeah, that's what I That's mean. exactly yeah. what it does. It gives you that depth. Yeah. Um, yeah. And But, you know, I, I, I had a spasticular in hand from – I had two of them in hand from Marvel 8, um, Marvel Annual 1920. And I was thinking about – I'm not even sure because I'm not familiar with that comic. It's like I don't know yeah, – what, what is it? Covers work, you know, covers work um, yeah. for me on that one. So anyway, so um, going back to your word happy, I've been kind of building what I call my happy set. I love it. Um, which is kind of, it's, it's quite it's quite a, a wide-ranging thing actually. But um, I'll give an example. So it, back in 2018, Rittenhouse put out their first, um, I think it was their first Star Trek movie set. It's called the Complete Star Trek Movies Trading Cards. And in there, they had movie autos on um, a movie's kind of, you know, and we're talking about the movies 1 to 10. So motion picture through to Nemesis, not the J.J. Abrams verse or the Kelvin verse right. or whatever it's called. Um, and I started collecting them. And I must have got about halfway through the 40 or so autos in that set. Um, and um, I'd already started collecting heavily lost 
um, trading cards. I was already heavily into Battlestar Galactica and the Bond movies, the Daniel Craig ones. And what else was I heavily into at that point? Um, Chronicles of Riddick. Just that movie. I love that movie. So good. It's such a good movie. Um, so so good. I had most of the autos from that set. Um, Hellboy, the movie. Guillermo del Toro one. I had quite so a lot good. of those. Um, so basically what I did is I went back in and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back to some of, some of these. So um, I've managed to get... Well, you saw them. I'll come back to Star Trek in a Jesus. minute. But so um, cool. on the Hellboy, I've got the Ron Perlman. I've got the Doug Jones, your boy who plays. Yeah, baby, uh, my boy. Um, and um, Mike Mignola. Got the three of them in one one win. One go. Yeah, well, someone was selling the base set and it happened to have those three autos with it. Just easy. Like, That's an easy like, buy. Right, All day, straight every day. away. I love that. Thank you very much. Um, and something that I, I don't know why I wasn't aware of this. I think I was aware they were there, but I just never focused on them. I was thinking of movies that made me happy when I was when I was a kid. The Star Trek movies did. Star Trek is I was thinking about this a lot. I didn't discover Marvel until long after I discovered Star Trek. Star Trek was my first thing. It was my formative awesome. thing. It was my I used to watch it. I can remember watching it. It was on Tuesdays at six o'clock on BBC Two. And I used to I watched it when I was maybe five, six onwards. Wow. And some of them terrified me, you know. <laughs> they're, they're, I mean, they're more like they're they're pretty. Some of them are really Twilight Zone. Some zone-y. of them have got like very adult stuff in them. They have good bite yeah. to them, like mm, really good stuff. Um, but and I was I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know what? Much as you know, I, I love the Hellboy, and I love the Riddick um, Chronicles of Riddick. I mean, it's brilliant. I loved Pitch Black, um, and when Chronicles of Riddick came out, it's one of those bonkers space opera things that makes no sense, and probably isn't. If you're if you're critical critically looking at it, possibly isn't a very good film, but it's a lot of fun, <laughs> and it looks. I'm right. sorry, it's got man. Some like, crazy sci-fi ideas. Oh yeah, what um pitch uh pitch oh, black what is it is the first pitch one. black mm. pitch black was pitch black is amazing. Pitch black was a great movie. Like let's yes, be honest, like that was yeah. the from the alien design to mm-hmm. character arcs. That was a really solid sci-fi piece. Like the I, I on it is incredible. And especially with that kind yes. of lighting effects yes. and that time, cameras weren't really prepared mm-hmm. to film in that low lighting. And they did a great, I mean, I still remember when they're running and having to drag all yes. the cells behind yes. them and, and, you know, Riddick grabs them and he's just running. And it's just like, I, I'm going to rewatch it. It's just such an exciting movie. It is movie. such a good film. I liked um, Chronicles. I it, thought it was a great yeah, payoff that's for the, the first movie. It they was nice. It in such a different direction. And such it, a different direction. it worked. It worked. And it did. It for did. me, anyway. Um, I don't think it worked at the box office so well, but some amazing ideas about the necromongers and, and all that. Anyway, I, so I, I, I found this 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 um, binder where I'd stored some of this old stuff. And I found it. I mean, I knew they were there, but I, I looked at it and I thought, I've got the Judy Dench auto. I've got Carl Urban. I've got Tandy Newton. I've, I've, I've got all the main cast apart from Richard B. Riddick, Vin Diesel. Mm, so you're thought, you know, uh, yeah, I, 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 I narrowly missed out on it the other day on eBay. Anyway, so, um, so that kind of thing. But, but Star Trek is the one I've been going back to, and I mean, you've seen what I've got. I, you know, I've been talking about them, and I've showed them on, on the pop culture group on, um, on, it looks uh, awesome on Facebook. You know, I already had the Christopher Lloyd auto 
for example. Oh, and that's a super, super tough pull, even at that time. Um, don't forget, this is the run. So what, what Rittenhouse did is they did what they do with a lot of other sets. Their autograph numbering carries on through different sets that are called different things, but the autograph stock will remain the same. So the bond move, the bond sets are a prime example. They had three or four different types of autograph card stock. They had full bleed. They had 40th anniversary style, women of bond style, and then another one, which was a portrait one. So you had the same actors signing on four different types of stock so that you could carry on those different style sets. Wow. It's absolutely crazy. Um, but with um, Star Trek, the movie stock, it's just, I mean, let, let's, show, let's just show you some here. I mean, I know you've seen this. Let's show you this one. I, so, they're beautiful. I don't mind is, seeing them twice. It is, be- it is beautiful. So I'm not going to show you the big ones now. I want, I want to get your, your reaction. So this is, I mean, this is how it happens. It's from Star Trek Three, but you've got the tip. You've got the classic Star Trek movie logo from Motion Picture. I think that is, you know, such um, a great gold and purple. It says though. underneath autograph like, series. So and it's good. got a purple, and it's it's all on card all on card and then the back it's designed to look like the skybox original series set from the late but for the movies and it's just it's just the same font i mean this is a137 so basically they carried on the numbering through five sets uh they had had star trek movies in motion was the second one then they had the quotable star trek movies then they had star trek heroes and villains Um, which I think was just a premium set. So I don't think it had like base cards. I think it was just hits. And then the last one they did this type of stock in was Star Trek Inflections, which was 2019. Um, But the joy of it is there are people who've signed on these cards. Card number one, A1, from the complete Star Trek, the first set that had this style of auto in, is Ricardo Montalban, who played Khan. Oh, that's right. He passed away in 2019. Sorry, in 2009. He was born in 1920 in Mexico. He's from a completely different era of movie making. Crazy. He was coming up in the 50s and 60s, you know, under those old studio contracts. Mm -hmm. Um, Last week, I won that autograph card on eBay from a seller in Australia. It's on its way to me right now. That's crazy. And he signed that on card. He was extremely elderly when he signed it. But, you know, I've got his How autograph. Crazy and I'm welling up though? talking about it because for me, that is, that is, I remember, so, so I grew up in a very small town and I remember in, on Saturday mornings, my mum used to give me a, an old 10p piece, which was a, uh, um, a big, big coin. And I used to go up the road to the cinema. And then this was a small rural town. And we used to go in there and we used to watch, they used to play like Champion the Wonder Horse, the old Flash Gordon things, Top Cat cartoons. You'd get like an hour and a half of 20, 10 minute things, you know? Yeah. And I was really young. And then I remember one morning going there and there were loads of kids outside just kind of kicking stones, like playing with their coins. And the cinema had closed down. So that cinema was gone. Okay. And it was a tiny cinema. It was one that dated back from the 1930s or something like that in a very small town. So it wasn't financially viable for it. And this was in the late 70s. So I was, what, six, seven, maybe? So our nearest cinema became one that was 12 miles away. Now, bearing in mind that my my father died when I was nine and my mum didn't own a car. So 
our only way to get to it in a rural area was a bus that stopped at 5 p.m. and didn't run on Sundays. Jeez. So you, you had a 12-mile bus ride to the cinema. So I distinctly remember going to see uh, Return of the Jedi, which was the first Star, Star Wars film that I went to see at the cinema. And um, I went with my mum, and I was 10 at the time. And we had to leave 20 minutes before the film ended to go and get the last bus back to South Martin. Jesus. So I never, until like two or three years later on video, saw the final 20 minutes of Return of the Jedi. <laughs> So this is this is kind of thing. So I remember I was in I was either in the Cub Scouts or it was a school thing I can't remember. But there was a coach laid on to go to an evening showing of Star Trek Two, and I just remember I don't remember watching the film. I remember being on the coach back and talking and relaying the entire movie really excitedly and doing special effects and voices and stuff on a 25-minute coach journey to some poor kid who just sat in his seat looking at me with really doleful eyes, looking really scared and freaked out. I, I can't even remember who the kid was. But that, you know, that's how exciting it was. It absolutely blew my mind. I'm going to own the autograph card of Ricardo Montalban. So cool. So Outside. cool. I, you've seen this, I think. It's, it's I have, amazing. I have here the autograph card of Nicholas May, who wrote and directed that film. I mean, how awesome and Star is Trek that? Six. It's just, I mean, how how amazing is it to mm. have a connection with something, and just to simply have this closer connection right this even tighter tether to this thing and then to have that memory based off something you collect you know i mean that you can just hold in your hand and be like you know it feels like a movie ticket it feels like a complete transformation back to that memory i think it's absolutely lovely man so i remember i remember when leonard nimoy died yeah i'm welling up now i remember when leonard nimoy died and it was in 2015 i think and i went in i had to go into the kitchen of the old um office building I worked in and I just I, you know I found myself like crying because you know yeah. I've got his autograph card in my hand so cool you know I've got Shatner's both in Star Trek 6 uniform which is that you know that run of uniform such a good pairing from 2002 to uh, sorry from Star Trek 2 to Star Trek 6 such a good pairing so yeah it's just it's just amazing you know um, so, so yeah, so I'm going after the, um, I'm going after filling out that set and it'll be a long, it'll be a long haul, but I'm trying to go for the big ones first so I can just fill in, fill in the others. Um, yeah. And I've got, you know, I've got a few others, um, in the mail coming in, you know, lots of set fill ones and things like that. Um, I'm so happy. You know, you it's a lot of cards, cards, and it's just amazing. It's just amazing. But you know what? And you've got your Dan Aykroyd. Jesus, man, that was so crazy. I, I, that is just the craziest thing. I, I know how you feel. It's so funny that you and I kind of started doing this around the same time, just, just oddly enough, you know what I mean? Just coincidentally enough. Mm. Um, I don't know what, I don't know if it was because like the prices of Marvel cards had gone so high or that, you know, there was so much attention on Marvel cards suddenly. And you and I looked at stuff and we're like, 
I need, I need a break real quick. (laughs) I need, I need to reconnect to this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I need to reconnect with, with this thing that's cards because right now it's becoming more of a, you know, some people are trying to make it into a full-time job. Some people are trying to make it into YouTube series. Some people are trying to, you know, use this thing as an outlet for their lives that they're, they're very tired of because you know life is very hard and i don't blame those people you know i totally get it i really do everybody wants to be able to do something they love and make their living off of it as well i respect it um and i think just around the time that was all happening you and i were just like kind of tired um just because a lot was going on that we did look at other sets like i you know what i pulled for me always gone he's he's always bringing his stash He's bringing his I'm stash. I'm trying to remember what I did, <laughs> but um, he <laughs> can't remember what you did yesterday, mate. I can't remember what I did yesterday. No. Um, but like you know, just before we move off Star Trek, like you know, Dax, right? Jazita J- Dax, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, like, Deep Space Nine, yeah. I had to get it. Like she's one of my favorite characters of all, mm. other than like um. Riker and like I mean I'm a I'm a very big like next generation guy because mm-hmm. next generation was kind of like my first Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like I love the original Star Trek. I really do. But my first Star Trek experience was Next Generation. Mm-hmm. And I very much connected with Picard and very much connected with, you know, the the vibe of that show mm-hmm. uh, a lot more than any other one other than you know deep space nine which i thought deep space nine was just so well done and so dax i was like when i saw her character and they treated her with such like to have all those lives and to be like a confident for the captain and like you know she's just so confident and it just like such a great way of understanding death and life which is something you know I, i think about a lot and um when I saw that she had a card that has a piece of her uniform as well as her signature, you know what I mean? I was like, Oh, love it. You know, I, I saw this and I was like, one. Mm. yeah, it's a Rittenhouse one. Yeah. I mean, Rittenhouse, Rittenhouse. Oh, it's and brilliant. yeah, Terry, she's just so, I mean, her signature a is one of the prettiest signatures that I've ever seen. That's lovely. And it's a beautiful card. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to buy this for me. I'm not going to keep it sealed because it's like an archive, Rittenhouse archive, which means it has a gold sticker because oh, it was like a case or something incentive type of thing. But I was just like, they, did, they didn't have it in a penny sleeve. Otherwise, I would keep it in there. But they didn't have it in a penny sleeve. And I was like, I am not going to keep a signature card with fabric rubbing against plastic. So I'm putting it in a one touch. And um, I love seeing this card. You know what I mean? It immediately transports me back to watching that show and having that experience. And, you know, it, I really treasure it for that. So I got that one. Um, but the first one I got, like Ian said, was the Dan Aykroyd. You know what I mean? I had been looking at this card for a long time. Oh, so good. Been looking for this card so for a good. long time. And I knew from the sell sheet that came out, he wrote, he did inscription ones like we've seen in the MCU mm. with like Bring Me Thanos or Scarlet Witch, the one you had had, had owned at one point. You will. Yeah. You will. Yeah. And um, he wrote Boo. And I remember seeing the sell sheet. I was like so charmed by that because mm. I was like, this man has been part of my life. Mm-hmm. So for me, many don't know this, but like, I've always been a server fan. Like Marvel was my first thing to kind of get into it. But like, you know, along with that at the same time was 
Ghostbusters, Indiana Jones and Ninja Turtles. Like I was obsessed with those three things. Those were like distinct parts of my life. And I've always been a huge fan of like ghost stories and supernatural haunted houses, like Halloween's my favorite holiday. And it's always been my thing. And when Ghostbusters came out, when I first saw it, I was really young. I was kind of like, wait a minute. You're telling me this is like Ghostbusters adult type of thing. I am 100% in this. And um, Ray Stance, man, just like super, super genuine, sweet. Just I absolutely love his character. And I love that he's the one who came up with the initial idea and like mm. just a sweetheart, just a real sweetheart. And um, I was actually watching The Nanny the other day. Uh, Cause we're watching it at night, Fran Dresser. I don't know if you know the nanny, the sitcom. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a sitcom with a very famous actress who's kind of like on the level of like, I love Lucy, like uh, Lucille Ball. Okay. She's a very famous female comedian. And there's a show she was on called the nanny. And I didn't realize that her and <laughs> Dan Aykroyd were friends. So my wife and I are watching the series cause she grew up on it. And I saw some of it when I was a kid. Here comes Ray. <laughs> you know oh, I mean? wow. Comes Dan Aykroyd on the stage. I didn't realize they were close friends, but you know, you know, anyway, I don't know why I went off on that. That just happened yesterday. <laughs> funny <fun>. enough. <laughs> um, but no, I was very much connected with ghostbusters hardcore, like many of us are mm. and with other shows like back to the future and things like these big blockbusters and mm. kind of like identifiables of like pop culture now, but there is a really special thing. Like you were saying, Ian, like you get to hold, kind of like a connection to your past, but also, and I I didn't know that I had not collected autographs before that. Like I really had not, I had not understood what they were because they don't really exist in Marvel. They do with Stan Lee, which is a huge treasure. Um, But pack pulled autos in Marvel cards is quite difficult to get sometimes. You know what I mean? That is not an easy pool. Yeah. Um, Not like any of these cards are, but those were particularly difficult to find or to understand Mm -hmm. what those were. So, you know, I just finally started getting into this stuff. Like the only one I want left because I have my Mando. So Pedro Pasquale, which I'm just madly in love with. I got my Dan Aykroyd. I got my Jazada uh, Dax and I got my Boba Fett. Which oh, you're Jeremy just, Bullock. I'm just obsessed with it. It's a oh, sticker, a but I just card. don't care. It's a lovely card. It's, I can't believe how much I like this card. And we'll put these on the tasting notes, folks, so you can see them. I cannot believe how much I like this card. I've never, so in my experience, I've never, I saw this card. I knew it existed. One came on eBay. So the guy was selling his set. He even had the Mark Hamill, right? Like he had like all of them. He had Chewie. He had Mark Hamill. Wow. Um, I don't know how I'm reading the set. It's Star Wars Galaxy Series 5. And I saw this Bubba Fett and I was like, I love the white, the gold foil, and then the auto on the bottom. And it's an art card. It's not like yours. It looks like an exquisite. It looks like an exquisite. I was clean. just thinking about yeah. that because I was looking at Brad Galley's uh, want mm. list. And I was like, it's original art by Joe Smith and um, famous artist, Star Wars artist. But like, I can't get over how much I'm obsessed with this card. Mm-hmm. It was the most bizarre thing. I knew I loved it. I, I got it for a hundred bucks. I would have paid three times that. I don't know. I don't, I got stupid lucky. Um, and it's probably not even that expensive. I have no idea, but I, 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 I was like, you know what? I got it. I'm going to like it. It looks really cool. I'm sure I'll love it. It came in the mail. I opened it up and I saw it in person. Top 10 cards for me. Wow. 
It has to be. It, like it it's it's stupid how beside I am by just looking at the card. Because mm-hmm. very few cards give me that kind of like, you know, and you know what I mean. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, when you yeah, look yeah. at a card in person, you're just like, why is this so good looking to me? Like, why does this make so much sense in my hands? Um, so I'm obsessed with it. I think the only thing I want now, and I was gonna get an MCU card, but I, I don't feel like spending that money right now. Um, and I'm, I'm just not interested to spend that much money. And I know when Surfer gets in there, I'll be happy with that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, um, but like, I think the last one I want that I want to get is the Rod Serling. Oh, oh yes. I've seen you fishing out for that one. It yeah, does, it does look it. amazing. Yeah. But that's the thing. You know, it's an iconic, it's an iconic, um, you know, figure. You know, uh, Rod Serling, you know, he, he, oh. <laughs> people will never forget that, you know. He no, was, his uh, contribution, what he his did. contribution no, was incredible. Um, no, and Twilight Zone was very important to me. Um, what I, both what I, like, yeah. I mean, I'm just looking at this, this, this set. I mean, I've got... <sighs> so of the cards I've already got, and, and, and other collectors will know this, when sometimes you get an enormous amount of joy over the fact that you know that whilst I don't know if there's ever been a back to the future set per se. No, I looked, there's not, I mean, I wouldn't go into it only because like I can you only, know what? Oh my God. I've already got so Christopher cool. Lloyd's auto on Star Trek. He has a three. great auto by he the way. Doesn't, doesn't that look good? He's lovely as well. He's a lovely man. I know. I've heard yeah. only made him and Michael J. Fox are just the sweetest people. Yeah. But it, it's brilliant. But the thing is, I've got that card, so I know that. Um, I, yeah, I've got his autograph, so it's kind of I don't necessarily need to. So I've got Judy Dench in the Chronicles of Riddick. I don't you necessarily need to own her. Bond <laughs> not, or not whatever. Dench, but on, on Bond, you know, <laughs> if I didn't get that card on Bond, I would. I would be. I tell you what makes me. This, this is a kind of a squeal um, of excitement. And squeal. This card. Now, do you recognize this actor? He played a very small role in Star Trek Free. Oh, I know who that is. Yeah, he's usually a villain. Yeah. I don't know his name. So that is Miguel Ferrer. Miguel okay. Ferrer. And you will know him because he was the young punk exec in Robocop. That's it. <laughs> That's it. So That's and this, great. this was done just before Robocop, I believe. Um, wow. And um, he's passed away now. He died about five years no ago. No way. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So that's the beauty of the uh, of a lot of the cards in this world. Not, not the beauty. Obviously, it's sad that people have passed away. But they're on-card autographs, and some of these people are, you know, no one's getting any younger. I've got my but first next generation, was... first no, next generation what... bridge crew. Okay, oh, I phone. love that one. I love it when they go to the um the um hollow and they're like in they go through like yeah. yeah. Like when he plays the detective thing, like I know everybody's like, oh, oh God, he's a PI again. I love it. it, it I'm just like, kill. let's do it, guys. I'm in. Yeah. I'm here for it. It's amazing. Um, but like, that's why I did not to bring it back to Marvel. No, no, no. You carry on. Not to talk about. But that's why I bought the, um, I feel like a broken record about these, but I'm, I'm just actually just stupidly excited about them. Um, the Silver Age autos. Oh, yeah. I just, I, I, you know, I don't think they've never done it anything mm. like it. Yeah. All these yeah. people have 
passed yeah. away. Now those Most I will be going after in a big way. Oh, I've got the Joe Sinop. I got everybody. I, I oh. very got very is that, lucky. Is that John? Is that Sabashema? Uh, we'll go through the whole thing. Yeah. Oh. Got Marie. Oh, who's just an icon, Dick. Yeah, Dick has. Yep. Got John Romita. No. Oh. Which is just a beautiful. Call. He's still alive, I, I think. John Romita. I'm pretty sure Rumi Senior is still alive. Maybe he is. I don't know. He did a cover yeah. recently for Amazing Spider-Man 800, the variant cover. Senior or junior? Senior. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, I mean, the, okay, Amazing good. Spider-Man 800 was about three years ago now, but still. I have to look at it. Mm. We got Roy. Um, I know he's, I, I forget how to pronounce his last name. I have to open the card because I don't have the bag at G colon. Oh, Gene colon. He's got a good beard. They've all got good beards. Well, apart from they all got good beards. John Bushima. Uh, oh, look at that. Surfer. Joe Seenot, surfer. Oh, he Joe Seenot's sig is just... Yeah, it's beautiful. Of course, I got Stan the Man. Yeah, there's a Joe Seenot on eBay UK at the moment. I can't quite... I like him, man. Mm. I got the Sal, Sal Buscema. Oh, wow. And nice. the Tom Palmer. And beautiful. George Tuska. Oh, Lovely. They're, they're just, they are you know, they're on card. They're stamped with that skybox yep. amazingness. Mm. And you know what? Like, I love the pictures they use for them. Like, and Marvel's never, I don't know. Like, there's something about being able to be connected to these people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when they've had such a large impact on your life. Yep. I know that sounds super fan worship. Not at all. Stupidity. Not at all. It, 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 and it, I don't mean it like that. Yeah. It's just like... I don't know. It's weird. There's a connection thing, right, Ian? Mm. Like you're mm. feeling it. You're, Absolutely. you're, you're, yeah. I'm holding it yeah. right now. In my yeah. hand, I have a costume card with original fabric from the original series. Oh, how cool is that? I mean, the design of that is amazing. I mean, that I'm touching fabric that was on the TV show I watched when I was six and seven. How cool is that? It's like there's no – the unfortunate thing about this card is that I got this out of the pack, and it was it was creased out of the pack. I don't know if you can see, um, but it's got creasing between the swatches. Whatever. Yeah, but I think that's because they've put the they put it in quite thin card. So I yeah, think that's so just probably, a manufacturing thing from what it's I mean, yeah, sandwich. I'm sure it is. But it's still I'm stunning. Sure it is. It's still stunning. I love it. I love it. And this is from the Star Trek uh, 40th anniversary set from Rittenhouse, which was a You know what, man? Rittenhouse just designed cards with such precision and creativity. It just, it, they just did such a good job. Yeah. So, they really did. So, I've, I've, so, in a bizarre way, I've now got. For the first time in a long time, I've got clear goals. I know. And how does for. that feel? I'm going to finish this Marvel sets that I've been like struggling to finish because I've got so many Marvel sets going on. Um, so I'm going to finally just finish the last few cards I need from Masterpieces 2016, for example. I love it. You know, um, I'll eventually finish Masterpieces 96, but I'm not in a rush. You know, um, that's that will always be, yeah, be selling. I need if that makes one, sense. I need a few bronze hollow foils, and they're the tough ones from 94. Yes, pieces. yeah, uh, that's the Walmart stuff. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. I think I need a couple of golds, and I think I need about four bronze anyway. It doesn't, 
But in the meantime, I've got a list, my friend. So oh, the original, shoot. the original list, yeah, the uh, the original series Star Trek cast. A lot of them didn't sign for this movie set. Well, no, two of them didn't because they'd passed away. So, for example, I've got a number of Walter Koenig signatures, including this beautiful one. Um, oh, which, that's cool. Which is not showing up that well. Um, I discovered a previous set there. There was a, a late Skybox set that came out in 2000 called Star Trek Cinema 2000. Hmm. I've got my first card from that. Oh, you show this. Which is Nikhil This Nichols, is so cool. Zahura. But this set is the only set that I can get Paul Winfield, who played Terrell in Star Trek II. Oh. Because he passed away before the Rittenhouse set. Wow. He passed away in the, in the mid-noughties. So the guy who plays um, Chekhov's C- commander in Star Trek II, yeah. you know, they have the things in their ears. Yeah, that's right. That actor signed for Star Trek Cinema 2000. Wow, you got to get that. Do you see what I mean? Um in terms of movie um, uh, costumes, Star Trek Cinema 2000 had the original actress, Jane Wyatt, who played Amanda Spock's mother. What? She must That's have been cool. really old because she was old when she did, you know. Uh, the unfortunate thing is I don't, I've, I've looked and the guy who played, uh, the actor Mark Leonard, who played Sarek, Spock's father in the original series, I don't think he ever signed for anything. Okay, so you know what? I ran into this problem. Remember when I did the custom cards for Silver Surfer stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what plague hit these poor actors, but so many of the ones who did his voice passed away. Oh, my God. Um, so they're not there. No, it was crazy because <laughs> I kept. Surfer. No, it was weird because um, I was looking them up and I was like, all right, cool. Let's go ahead and contact him and send a card and see if I can pay him some money to do this. If they're interested or if they're at a con that's yeah. going to be near. going to shut a window, but I'm still listening. No worries. Anyway, so I realized some have passed away, but a lot of them sign particular photographs pieces of paper yes like their autographs exist and you can do a custom card yeah and do a window and yes. still have their autograph on like in a card situation yeah, yeah there are people who do customs i bought one i oh, bought wow. actually it's pretty funny i bought vic not vic did i buy vicks no who was it that i bought edward something who was silver surfer in the animated series oh okay <laughs> And it came with all of his headshots from when he was an actor looking for work. <laughs> so his resume is on one side and it's headshot. And then it's a piece of paper that he signed and, you know, certificate of authenticity or whatever. Um, but yeah, so I like ran and I was like, hold on, let me find these signatures before I can't find them anymore. Cause I, I definitely want that little like silver surfer animated set mm. booklet thing that I want to make. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Isn't that insane? How cool is that? It's hilarious. Um, but of course, even before the movie set started coming out, DeForest Kelly died in 1999 and James Doohan, I think, was 2002. Um, however, all of those actors signed for, in um, 1997 and 1998, Skybox released Star Trek, the original series, season one, the original series, season two, and the original series, season three. That series has DeForest Kelly on two cards, on-card autograph, has James Doohan on two cards, 
um, has Shatner on two, Leonard Nimoy on three. Um, anyway, it basically has all the original cast and plus loads of other actors who are different different things. But I'm I'm keeping that to bridge crew, so I'm going to put together a bridge crew set of on the original Star Trek, and I know exactly what cards, and I've looked at ballpark prices for them. DeForest Kelly's the most expensive, um, but it also has some of the creators who have all passed away now. DC Fontana, Dorothy Fontana, who wrote mm. a lot of the episodes. Wow. You know, amazing science fiction author. Um, she signed for it. Walter Jeffries, the production designer of the original Enterprise. That's why the Jeffries tubes are called the Jeffries tubes. You told me. He's yeah, the guy that's right. Yeah, he's the guy who designed the Enterprise. The original that's Enterprise. crazy. Uh, Robert Justman, the, the original producer. Um, who else? There's, there's a number of people, and you look at their names, and you're like, I remember seeing that name in the credits. <laughs> These are people who worked, you know, for Paramount in the sixties. Wow! You know, um, Gene Roddenberry's not on any of those because um, he'd passed away in ninety-one. So, so anyway, so yeah, so that's what I'm going for. And then I discovered, and I don't know why I didn't know this, another movie that was a big, big deal for me in the eighties was Aliens. Aliens, baby! And of course, Apotek have done a load of Alien sets. Oh yeah! And the interesting thing about that is that two of the key actors both from alien and then well actually no two of the actors from alien have passed away um yafet Cotto passed away about a month ago now um and ian holm of course passed away a few years back now who played ash um but they're all on card i think they're on card they might be sticker i don't care who gives, a, who gives a crap at they're that point? They're in that point. set. I'm going for them. They're in that Tom set. Tom Skerritt signed. Sigourney Weaver signed. Oh, Sigourney everyone Weaver. signed apart from the cat. My hero. You know. They didn't so, get the cat signature? No, they I didn't. don't want no, it anymore. No. They can keep it. Um, no. But everyone's in there. And on the Aliens front, um, there's a set Alien Anthology that has Bill Paxton. And, of course, he's passed away now. That's the one where the TV, right? They have the TV picture. Yeah, kind That's of, yeah, good. It's kind of got they have frame. dual autos of that too. Yeah, they do. They do. Um, but everyone's in there. Um, I don't think Michael Bain has ever signed for any of them who played Hicks. But apart from that, everyone else is... Oh, um, Sergeant Apone. They actually played Sergeant Apone. He's not signed either. Um, but he's passed away now as well. But those are the people you could kind of possibly get cut autos off if you need to get a custom made. But yeah. That's amazing. So, so I'm going after those as well. Like you can get, you can get a Carrie, you can get a Carrie Hen who played Newt and Sigourney Weaver. You can get a dual auto card of those. Oh, trust me, I've seen it. Oh, I'm obsessed. It's lovely. I know. It's I know. lovely. Yeah, I haven't I, pulled the trigger. Yeah, I, ugh, I haven't pulled the trigger because I'm not. I can't. I can't do it all. But like, I love that auto. <laughs> you can't. So anyway, but you know what? I've got about. I just did a trade on EPAC, which meant that I got about. What did I trade? Oh, I traded a Spider Gwen rainbow from Fussum. From Fleer oh, Spider-Man. did you do that already? That's yeah. good. No, I traded that uh, with um, Daniel Rubin. Um, hey, really? Lovely fella. Um, Super nice. And he did me, yeah, a load of um, autos. So I've got on my, and I shipped them straight away from EPAC as well. So they're on their way to me. I've got Tom Skerritt, who played Dallas. I've got Yafit Cotto. I've got Veronica Cartwright. I haven't got Harry Dean Stanton yet. Um, and a load of the Aliens cast as well. So, yeah. You're already on your way. 
I'm already on my way. I know exactly what I'm aiming for. You know, I'm going to, I've only got two cards to get from Riddick set and that's Riddick's Vin Diesel's autograph. Um, and there's a costume card of, um, only 500 of them made of Riddick's, um, t-shirt from pitch black i believe damn that's cool um they did a couple of pitch black autographs on pitch black stock with that chronicles of riddick set what as incentive so you can get rada mitchell who played the female lead in pitch black and claudia black, oh she's great on, yeah she's and, in silent hill she's yeah. in a couple of movies i like yeah um and Not claudia like black who was in fastscape she was in um, oh yeah black. that's right yeah. she was great so in she's that. signed um, on the pitch black stock. So you've got a tiny little subset of autos. I think there's three of them on pitch black stock where you've got, um, who's the and, third, uh, Keith David, who plays the imam. Oh yeah. So he's signed twice. He signed on the pitch black stock. I think that and was the incentive and on the Riddick stock. Wow. But, but both of those came out with the Riddick set, you know, the pitch black stuff was the incentives. That's cool. See, I mean, it's a really satisfying, nice time. Are there any Vin set. Diesel? Like, I don't think he's signed for anything else. I don't think he's signed for anything MCU. No, 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 no. I'm saying did I, <laughs> the card you're looking for. Oh, okay. is it on eBay? Uh, yes, I'm narrowly missed out on one there. <laughs> oh, okay. Night. That's good. Uh, At least you know where you can find it. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. The- no, the Vin Diesel one, There's, there's a fair few about. <laughs> Um, oh, perfect. Okay, some of the, some of the Star Trek ones are, are a bit sparse. That's why I went for the Ricardo Montalban straight away. No, no, no. I'm, I'm super glad you locked that down. Yeah. So it's on that... the way from Australia. Tracked post, fortunately. So last time... Well, that's looked, nice. In, last I looked, it was in Melbourne. Okay, so it's close. <laughs> Closer <laughs> to him than me, but still. But it's on the I way. think that's important. <laughs> so, yeah. So, there we go. You know, and I think it's important to say, you know, Marvel's not going anywhere, you know, for me. It's just that, you know, I can't I can't keep chasing all of the sets. It's just crazy. No, just, there's no just, reason to chase uh, all the sets. Look, uh, man, there should be no re. Look, it's all about picking and choosing what you like. Mm. There's no reason to like have to feel like you do it all. Mm. But I was like a three legged dog in a forest, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I get that. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, no, and it feels good. I'll tell you what else I've been doing. I've been buying, they've got these marvelous things. I had volume one and I've got volume three just arrived and volume five is on the way. Absolute Sandman. Did you read Sandman? Oh, you know what? I never did. I still have to get into it, but I, I've, it's I, I know. Amazing. Yeah, that's what everybody It's amazing. It's There's a Sandman super. card set. Have you ever seen it? Yes, I have, and I, I may eventually get that to complement my. Um, There's a binder that goes with it, and they're yeah. like, it's it's they're, a beautiful set. Like I've seen it. I've, yeah, I've had it here because a friend needed it to ship it somewhere back in the day uh. when I was doing that, and so I saw it in hand, and <laughs> it's nice. Mm, yeah no i will and they've got some rather nice shiny or gold or refractor ones in that set as well if, if oh yeah ready. yeah 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 um, really nice inserts but um you know in the absolute sandman what it is is that they are like they're in a slipcase, uh-huh. and they're, they're they're not as quite as big as the omnibus editions you get which are crazy which if you put them on your lap you break your knees you know kind of things they're not quite oh, wow. that, that hefty but they're larger than the comic format and they've got slipcase and they've got leather bound spine Oh. And they're lovely. They're really nice. That's nice. 
earned because Sam, uh, so I think issues, uh, so absolute Sandman, uh, Sandman ran for 75 issues, plus there were some specials and, you know, there was wow. uh, a couple of other sort of vertigo things that had short stories in and things like that. But they nailed so all of it's in there. But yeah, volumes one to four of Absolute Sandman, you've got the whole thing, including all that special stuff, and it's done wow. kind of in the order that it was meant to be read, with forwards, with sketches, with Neil Gaiman's original script at the end. Yeah, wow. all the covers without any of the wording on. You know, those those collage covers that I think it was Dave McKeon did, and they're, they're absolutely stunning. So I'm just you know focusing on on you know small smaller things that are, that mean a lot more that I'll enjoy. I think is is where the aim is now. So yeah. I love that. I love that you're doing that. I think it makes a lot of sense. It's funny enough. That's exactly what I ended up doing um, for this kind of day, stuff too. Maybe one day I'll mm-hmm. have a cabinet like yours. You ha- you can have a cabinet. You had a bunch of nice stuff around you with your oh, binders. Yeah, I know, but I can't put, I can't do a cabinet to display stuff because of the the nature of the loft and the amount of light. Oh yeah, the slant. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So I wouldn't have a, I wouldn't have a cabinet case up there anyway because there's too much light coming in. It's too much light. Yeah, mine's luckily enough in this corner over here, so there's no there's no direct lighting on it. Fortunately, no. But you're good there. You're good there. It's good there. It's good there. I'm very happy with it. It took my it took me a long time to finally get one. Well you had to move home first. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Tell me about it. Jesus. What a pain. I mean What a pain. The main thing is, Norrin, that you carry on and enjoy collecting, baby. Thanks for listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast. Visuals and tasting notes for each episode can be found on our Facebook page. You can subscribe and leave us a voicemail via our home on anchor.fm forward slash mccp. We're also on iTunes, Spotify, and all major podcast platforms. Please take a second to subscribe, like, and review our show wherever you get your podcasts. Our podcast can be found by Googling at the MCC pod, which will also find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Our Facebook community is at MCCW, Marvel Car Collectors Worldwide, and MMC, Marvel Masterpieces Collectors. The great music we use is called Rocket Power by Kevin McLeod. Thanks to the collectors, artists, and creators who support the Marvel Cards Fan Collective. We'll see you next time. And remember, it's a small hobby, but a fun one. Make mine marvel and enjoy collecting. Khan, you've got Genesis. But you don't have me. You are going to kill me, Khan. You're going to have to come down here. You're going to have to come down here. I've done far worse than kill you. I've hurt you. And I wish to go on hurting you. I shall leave you as you left me. As you left her. Marooned for all eternity in the center of a dead planet. Buried alive. Buried alive.